You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Advent. Yes. This is Friday of Advent two. two. Advent three is upon us. Yeah, it's the pink candle next week. It is. And lest anyone think that I don't love Advent, I am <gasps> wearing my Advent socks again. Yes, today. Advent I'm socks. Super excited. It's a whole set, so there's a different <laughs> pair of socks for each week. Are they pink next week? Uh, yes. 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 Those so are legit. I'll be, yes. Doing lots of laundry so I can keep wearing them. <laughs> I'm glad you're washing over. them in between. But it's not about my socks this week. Actually, <laughs> not only are we celebrating and observing the advent of our king, mm-hmm. but also an advent here at KFUO. Yes. I'll share more about that in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. So I mentioned there's an advent and here at KFUO, mm-hmm. the Lord has seen fit to bring to us uh, a wonderful partner in ministry, the Reverend Doug Gribbenau. He's our mission advocate for KFUO, and you'll be getting to know him in the months ahead. Pastor Gribbenau, welcome to the Coffee Hour again. Well, yes, thank you, Andy, Sarah. It, it's really fun to be back with you guys. And, and now I get to see you both every single day of the week. What a perk of your employment here. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I was very excited to be coming here. Advent. Uh, but you know, I do have arrived. a I have a little bone to pick with you guys though. Oh, it, boy. It, you you called this candle on Sunday pink. It's rose. Now, come on. It's rose. Because you know, we are such machismo, macho guys at the altar there. We don't wear pink. That's for the Barbie aisle, right? <laughs> We wear rose. <laughs> they are some of my favorite pyramids, though. They they're are, so and they're pretty. beautiful. And, and they... honestly, I still call them pink, at least in the vestry. Just don't call them bubblegum. Just don't oh, call them bubblegum. No, no. <laughs> we wouldn't want to burst your bubble. That's right. <laughs> so it is... <laughs> we'll talk about Advent in a moment. Let's just briefly share a little bit about what you'll be doing, uh, what you're doing as part of our team now at KFUO. Well, certainly, as, as the title implies I'm the mission advocate. So I I think of, well, I shouldn't think of myself too highly, but in a sense, like St. Paul, he went to advocate for our Lord Jesus Christ, and he traveled throughout the ancient world, spreading that, that message of salvation that we have in the name of Jesus. And that is what KFUO is doing. But unlike Paul, we don't have to hop on ships and and ride out storms. We get to just sit in a nice, comfortable, air-conditioned studio and broadcast throughout the world. And that is, well, it's a much more comfortable way to do this. But as a mission advocate, my job is to go and connect with our donors, with our supporters, with the people who sponsor us, and then visit the congregations in our synod to tell them of the work that is being done in their name to proclaim Jesus throughout the world, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. And we're super excited to have you on board. And I'm super excited to be here. And it'll be so fun for people to be actually be able to to meet a face of KFUO since you will be going out and and meeting people and you get to share a lot of stories. I know you love to tell stories. So it's going to be a lot of fun for our listeners to be able to meet you as you travel. Okay, so we're here to talk about Advent. What are some of the things that people hear about that kind of get all packed into these four Sundays of Advent? Well, you know, I think we maybe we back it up and say, what what is it that people think about Christmas? Because honestly, in in our modern age, 
Christmas begins, well, in September. And I feel <laughs> yeah. badly for Thanksgiving, the red-headed stepchild of holidays. No one ever sings any, any Thanksgiving carols, right? <laughs> we should start that. But Christmas really has become this dominant theme, which is wonderful, because Christ is, is wonderful to talk about all the time. And, and it really, every Sunday is a little bit of Easter, a little bit of Christmas. But Advent has sort of just fallen to the side. It's uh, you go to church, you have special themes, you have special candles, special socks and special socks. <laughs> but we've lost the idea of of what advent is. And advent really comes from that Latin adventus, you know, the coming. It's an anticipation. It it is a preparation. It is that time to get ready. And and in our modern sense, the, the idea is to get ready for this commemoration of the birthday of Jesus. Oh, it's a little baby in a manger. Oh, how cute and wonderful. It's all, you know, soft and fuzzy, <laughs> which it is. But the wonderful thing about our lectionary is it takes us to the place that Christmas is intimately connected with, and that's the cross. Because the first Sunday of Advent, we're taken to his triumphal entry. Mm the King of kings, the Lord of lords, coming into his people, humble and riding on a donkey, coming into his kingdom to ascend his throne with the, the crown of thorns, with the pierced side, with the death that sets us free from sin. And that is his incarnation. The point of his coming in the flesh is to be there for us on Easter. And Christmas and Easter... We could never separate the two, and we never should. And Advent does that. It helps to bring us back to understanding why God came in the flesh to become one of his creatures, to become a brother and a sister, or a brother to us, brothers and sisters of him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't want to misgender Jesus, right? To join us with the Creator. I do love that sometimes we get to sing some of the same hymns in Advent that we do on like Palm Sunday too, mm-hmm. that there's that connection there. Absolutely. To, that, that, that shows us the, the very point that you were just making. So how do we then, how do we Advent? How do you Advent? <laughs> I mean, if, if Jesus is coming, y'all get, how do we do that? What do we do to get ready? Well, you know, as good Lutherans, we do nothing to contribute to our salvation. Amen. As good Christians, that is what Scripture teaches us. And so really, Advent is about what God is doing in us and for us, and then through us as members of his body. And, you know, I think that the collects are a great way for us to understand these themes, because the purpose of a collect, you know, the, the chief prayer of the day in your service, is to bring everything together, to collect it into one place. And to combine the whole theme of the day into this one prayer. And so I, I think if we go through the collects, we'll start to see these themes and they'll become evident in the working that God is doing through us. So the first week of Advent, right? Mm-hmm. We pray. And this is common to both the historic one-year lectionary as well as our, our three-year series. We pray, stir up your power, O Lord, and come that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And we all say amen. 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 The point of this collect is that it is Christ's power, his power to come and protect us, to save us, 
to deliver us, his mighty deliverance. So the wonderful thing about this collect and the readings on this first Sunday in Advent is this, this sort of great exchange, this, this topsy-turvy, upside-down reality. Christ's power is manifest in his weakness, in his humility, to come and deliver us. His protection is to take for us all of that weakness of the flesh, all of that sinfulness, all of our failings, to make them his own and to give us his perfection and his righteousness, to save us by his coming. His power is made perfect in weakness. All right, so that's... That's, That's our week first one. Sunday in Advent. Yes. So what's I, these collects? I think are my favorite of the whole year, except maybe like Easter Vigil and Christmas Eve Midnight. Yes, I Christmas think, Eve Midnight oh, is one that, of my favorites too. That is a great one. But anyway, nerd level. Yes. So what is what is week two? Week two, it, it comes with this sort of repetition because we have this theme going. In week two, we pray in the collect of the church, stir up our hearts, O Lord to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. 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 So in the first week, our prayer is directed to the second person of the Trinity, right, to our Savior, who's coming in his power of meek, weak, humanity. And then we pray that the Lord, who has sent his Son from the throne in heaven to stir up our hearts, our hearts that have been made new and enlivened by the preaching of his word, that we might be made ready by the, by the perpetual advent, that is the word and sacrament teaching and preaching in the church, that our hearts might be prepared as fruitful soil the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit to enliven our walk of life, to live lives of love and service to the neighbor, of devotion and righteousness, to, as we say, you know, to serve our Lord here now and there in eternity in, in righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, that we may serve him with pure minds, the work of God. So that's the second Sunday at Advent. We still have... Two more, right? That's right. And on the third Sunday in Advent, right? Everything we, is different. We have this song. It is. It, it, it's a radical change. Yeah. Because this is the, this is the pink candle. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rose. rose right? Candle. The rose candle. <laughs> no. This is a, is a complete shift in, in the sensation of Advent. You know, Advent is this preparation. We're, we're brought first to his triumphal entry to remind ourselves that it, this, this child is born that he may suffer and die in our stead. And, of course, rise again. But here we have a rejoicing. You know, the the purple candles, the blue candles, whichever your church chooses to employ for for the first and the second week, are are a very somber sort of hopeful or, or a penitent, a royal look. But now we have this celebratory sense. It's called Gaudete Sunday, which really is a, it's a command form. It says rejoice. This is what you are to do. Rejoice. And so we pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts by your gracious visitation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. 
Amen. Amen. So again, we, we come to the second person of the Trinity, to the head of the church, to, to the husband of us, right? For the Lord loves his church and has given everything of himself to make us his treasured possession. And he has promised to hear us. And so we pray that he would hear us and he would lighten the darkness of our hearts. Now, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, this is the time of year when you have you know, the seasonally activated depression, the sad, because there's not as much light. You come to work in the dark. You go home from work in the dark. You go to church in the dark on Wednesday night, right? <laughs> it, it can get a little heavy. And not to mention the, the pressures of the secular world of finding all those gifts and the perfect gift and spending enough that you can show people how much you love them. Right? This consumerist idea, the, the way that the world wants us to behave, it, it's, it darkens and it closes in on us. And that light of Christ redeems us from that, lifts up our heads out of, the, out of the, the mire and the murk of our day to behold his shining face. And so in the third Sunday, we rejoice that we have, we have a God who loves us so much that he would join himself to our existence. The creator of all things becomes a creature to live among us, to walk with us to share our humanity and to bring it into God that we could be his treasured possession, to hear our prayers, to lift up our heads, to know that there is something wonderful that awaits us and indeed something wonderful that is always coming to us in Christ Jesus. We're looking at the themes of Advent, particularly looking at the collects of Advent today with the Reverend Doug Gribbenau. He's our mission advocate for KFUO Radio. We have more to learn about Advent in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're taking a look at the themes of Advent with Pastor Doug Gribbenau. He's mission advocate for KFUO Radio. And so it's a bit of his advent here as well mm-hmm. at KFUO. And we're having a blast having some time in studio with Pastor Gribbenau today learning about Advent. So we've we've talked about the collects for Advent 1, 2, and 3. Are we ready to go on to the fourth Sunday of Advent? The fourth Sunday of Advent, which really kicks off that, that final week. Mm-hmm. The, the preparation... And the work that God has been doing in us, now we come on this, on this Sunday, and we pray in our collect of the church, stir up your power, O Lord, and come and help us by your might, that the sins which weigh us down may be quickly lifted by your grace and mercy. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Now, it's interesting if... You remember our first week of Advent, the collect begins with stir up your power, O Lord. That is the second person of the Trinity, right? And come. Well, we come back to that theme. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come. 
and help us by your might. This idea of, of preparation is really of God preparing us through the things that he does, through the divine service, or in the German, the Gottesdienst, right? The, the work of the divine in us who are present, that he may prepare us, that he may purify us. And sometimes it's a little unpleasant, right? The purification of gold and silver with the heat and the fire and the dross taken away. But in the end, an amazing product. And that's what our Lord is doing. And so we're reminded then in the fourth week of Advent that it is not our own work, our own preparation. You know, certainly though prayer and fasting are, are good bodily preparations. But what is it that makes us prepared for the Lord? As Luther says in the Lord's Supper, what is it that makes us prepared but faith in these words? Faith in his work and his promises. And that is what he has promised to do by his might. That is, by his suffering and dying in our stead, that the weight of the sins that weigh us down are taken away, lifted off us. And we are given his yoke, his yoke that is easy and light, to be his people and to serve and love him and live with him by his grace and mercy. And so this sort of brings to an end the, the, the four collects. But the thing we should uh, perhaps touch on is, is the word of Advent. Mm. Because it, it, is, it means coming. And there's really sort of three comings that are addressed in Advent. And indeed, that, that are continually addressed throughout the church here, throughout all of our worship, and throughout our lives. Because we, we, we look to and commemorate the historic coming of Christ in the flesh, the incarnation, right, of God becoming one with his creation. And it, it, it happened at a specific point in time, a particular time, and it continues now. For God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is still flesh and bone, ascended to the throne in heaven. He is still the incarnate Christ. But there's the advent that awaits, which is the second coming of Christ, right? He came first here in humility, in humbleness, to take on our mortal frame. And he will come again on that last day with all the host of heaven, the angels and the mighty kings, the clouds, and all the world will kneel before him to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, even those who do so much to their chagrin. But there's that third advent, and that's this preparation that the Lord is doing for us the continual, the perpetual advent of our Lord coming to us in word, in sacrament, in the word that is preached and proclaimed and that is read, in the word that is joined with the water to make us God's children in holy baptism, in the word that makes the, the, the bread and the wine into the true body and most precious blood of Jesus that nourishes us in body and soul, that is the preparation for us as we go then into the mission field, departing his church made ready by his word to proclaim his word to all peoples and the joy that we have in the lifting of our sins by his power, by his humility, and by his love. So these are all these things that we 
here during this season, during these four weeks of Advent, and we don't have time to, to dig into like all of the lectionary and every hymn that we're going to sing because we only have like five minutes left. So we've talked about these collects and, and they're beautiful collects and and they, they connect so well to the the lectionary and the hymnody that, that we hear and we sing during this season. So what are some of the highlights that we that we hear in the scripture readings for the for this season? Few of few of the highlights, if you can do that. I know that's a big question. A few of the highlights <laughs> of the readings of the Old Testament, the Epistle, the, the there's gospel. only like twelve right. readings. And then let's not forget about the intro, the gradual, the song, the verse of the day, right? All those things. Yeah, no, we asked. can come back to this in a year. It's okay. <laughs> I think we should. We should indeed. I sort of alluded to this at the beginning with uh, you know, the first reading of, of 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 Advent one. The gospel reading takes us back then to the triumphal entry, right, to Christ drawing in. And really the, the, the main theme is this, it is the humble coming of the Lord. You know, behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, right? And blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That was the shouts of the people, and that is our shouts even now as we await that, that coming of the second day and as we rejoice in his perpetual, continual coming to us in the divine service. You know, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We even use that in our in our divine service. Now, of course, on the second, it's it's looking to that that last day, and of course, our Lord gives us some some warnings uh, concerning the the day and the hour and the strength to escape these things. Right, our, our our Lord then reminds us that it is not our strength that does it, but it is His, as He continues to refine us and and come to us to to make us ready. For that, as St. Paul says in Romans, you know, through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, of the word, right, that comes to us. And of course, the third Sunday, that rejoicing Sunday, takes us then to John the Baptist, right? The one who is preparing the way of the Lord. You know, prepare the way of the Lord and then says and makes that wonderful confession, you know, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world the one who is lifting those sins and the weight of that off of our shoulders and then carries it for us to the cross. And of course, the fourth Sunday, we, we again then here have, have Jesus and we, we hear of John the Baptist once more and the testimony of John. And he says, I'm not the Christ. Are you the prophet? No. Well, who are you? I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness, right? I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. This is the one who will baptize us with water and with fire. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the baptism that he institutes to make us his children. And that is the, the preparation then that can bring us into his church, but brings us also then to his manger to behold God in the flesh. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it, amen. it wasn't the end of a prayer, but it, it, I felt that there was a need to say amen. Though. Well, you know, the word amen means, yes, yes, this is so. Mm -hmm. It's an affirmation. Mm -hmm. What you have spoken is the truth. And thankfully, that was scripture, so I can know that that was absolutely the truth. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for these wonderful insights on Advent for us, helping us understand the themes of Advent, particularly looking at those those collects and, and some of the 
the text as well. For our listeners who might want to learn more about, might want the opportunity to meet you or learn more about KFUO and what you're doing with KFUO, and maybe for a visit or something like that, how do they reach you? Give me a call uh-huh. at, at 314-996-1512. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us and blessed Advent to you. And uh, just we're so happy to have you on the team here at KFUO. A blessed event to you guys as well. And I'm, I'll commend you one thing, uh, that the, the, the hymn that we sing on the first Sunday of Advent is a beautiful hymn throughout the year. It's hymn 332 in the Lutheran service book, Savior of the Nations, Come, because it confesses the entirety of the Incarnation and his, and his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and his coming again. It is a beautiful story, and it is a wonderful testimony of Christ set to song. Amen. <laughs> You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.